Welcome to PHT in the Morning with your host, Pastor David Miller from the Pentecostal Holiness Tabernacle in Cincinnati, Ohio. Good morning and welcome to another episode of PHT in the Morning with Pastor David Miller. I am Pastor Miller, so I will be your host today, and we hope we can be a blessing to you today on PHT in the morning. And we are a, um, I'm a pastor of a church, and I have this podcast, just hoping that we can be a help or a blessing to someone. Maybe we could say something or teach something or, or bring something to your attention that might be a help or a blessing to you. And so uh, I'm going to read some scriptures to you here in just a moment, but I just want to say this before I do, that yesterday, all day long, we had some powerful services at our church. Yesterday morning, uh, Sunday school was great, but then uh, morning worship was a powerful service, and I preached these same scriptures that I'm going to talk to you about today. Sunday morning, and actually, I don't do this very often, but I was preaching for a pastor friend of mine in Vanceburg, Kentucky. His name is Brother Kurt Cordell, and I was preaching for him, and and uh, God spoke to my heart and gave me this message, and I preached it there, felt as strong on my heart, and I preached it Sunday morning, yesterday morning, and I still uh, would like to get this out uh, one more time to our audience today on PHT in the morning. And uh, so our services today, I want to tell you, though, was great, powerful. And uh, then tonight, 530, we have an early service. And and that service was a great service. And uh, one of the young ministers preached for us. And it was great. He preached great and everything was good. And then tonight, or last night, excuse me, in the main service, I mean, from the congregational singing on through the special singing, and we couldn't even, we didn't even have time to get the choir up because song, uh, one song after another, the the power of the Holy Ghost was moving so mightily in that service, and God just gave us a great move of the Lord. We had two young ladies that prayed through to salvation, gave their heart to the Lord, a lot of rejoicing, a lot of shouting. And finally, we got um, a young man that we was going to have preach for us uh, last night, and he finally got to preach, a, I don't know, 15 or 20 minutes. So it was a great day. So I just, it was so good uh, yesterday. I just wanted to make mention how I appreciate the Lord stopping by uh, PHT Church and blessing us like he did. All right, we're in 1 Kings chapter 20, verses 35 through through 42, rather. And I'm going to read, just try to condense this. And I'm going to start reading in verse 38. And that verse said, The prophet departed and waited for the king by the way. And he disguised himself with ashes upon his face. And as the king passed by, he cried unto the king and said, Thy servant went out into the midst of of the battle, and behold, a man turned aside and brought a man unto me and said, Keep this man, and if by any means he be missing, 
Then shall thy life be for his life, or else thou shalt pay a talent of silver. And as thy servant was busy here and there, he was gone. And the king of Israel said unto him, So shall thy judgments be, or judgment rather be. Thyself hath decided it. And he hastened and took the ashes away from his face. And the king of Israel discerned that it was of of the prophets. And he said unto him, Thus saith the Lord, because thou hast let go out of thine hand a man whom I appointed unto utter destruction, therefore thy life shall be for his life and thy people for uh, his people. So uh, this is some some really powerful uh, words that we read here uh, in, in these verses. And the Bible uh, tells us that he went uh, away, went to his house, heavy and displeased. And that word, heavy and displeased, just meant uh, heavy-hearted and uh, uh, not, he was very, very uh, downcast because of what had to happen. So he was displeased because of that. So I want to just talk to you a little bit about that. Uh, he left heavy and displeased. So now if we go back to verse 35, it tells us about this man was a man of the sons of the prophets or he was a prophet himself. So I want to say this. Anytime you hear a prophecy and is if it's of God, it's from the Lord, then we must listen and take heed and pay heed to that word because it's dangerous for us not to listen to what God is trying to tell us. And if the man of God stands up there and he said, thus saith the Lord, and if that man is living right and is within the Bible, we should be very, very careful. So he said the Lord uh, was telling him, smite. He told that man, smite me, and he refused. He said to him, because you obeyed not uh, the voice of the Lord, as soon as you depart from me, a lion will slay thee. And as soon as he departed from him, a lion found him and slew him. And so here we see that when that man let did not listen to God's word, even though that seemed like something far-fetched, that seemed like something uh, way out of the norm, when someone says, smite me. And who would want to do that? But if God's word said it, uh, especially in Old Testament times, the way things were, uh, he told him you should smite. If not, then a lion's going to meet you. So the proof was in the pudding, friend. He told him a lion was going to meet him and it would kill him and slay him, and it did. So we must be careful because... God's judgments can and will come upon us if they're pronounced upon us uh, from the man of God from the, or from the word of God. Now, then it said afterward, he said he met another man and he said, smite me, smite me, I pray thee. And that man smote him and the smite in the smiting, he wounded him and the prophet departed. So even though 
that also looked extreme when he said, smite me. The man smote him because, uh, and he insomuch that he wounded him, and he was obedient to the voice of that prophet. I know, sounds way out there, doesn't it? But if God's word tells us, then we must do it if it's within the word of God. And then he said that same prophet went and waited uh, for the king by the way, disguised himself and put ashes upon his face. So look, you can never disguise yourself from God. Impossible to do that. But when the king passed by, he cried to the king and said, Thy servant went out in the midst of the battle, and behold, a man turned aside. He brought a man to me and said, Keep this man. Now, there was three words. The only thing he was commanded of the Lord to do was, and I quote in the middle of verse uh, 39, Keep this man. That's all God told him to do. Keep an eye on him. Watch him. If any by any means he is found missing, your life will be for his life. So then he began to offer excuse to the king and said, but I was busy here and there. You know, sometimes the excuses we offer up to God, I can't go to church because I'm busy, or I can't pray because I'm busy. I can't read the word of God because I am busy. Now, I'm not saying that it's going to cost you your life, but it might cost your spiritual life. It might cost uh, you uh, from that closeness to God that you once had. And he said, I was busy here and there, and then he was gone. So the man that he should have kept because he was too busy, and while he was busy, the man was gone or he got away. And he said, so shall thy judgment be. He hasted, took the ashes from his face, and the king of Israel discerned him that he was of the prophets. So look, even if you are a prophet, even if you are a pastor, a preacher, a man of God, uh, of of any sort, we too cannot be disobedient to the word of God. That man thought, when he saw this brought anger to the king because he did not keep the man that he was supposed to, he immediately went out and took the disguise away. He wanted to be disguised when he told him the story because he didn't want to know the king know who he was. But when he saw his anger, he wanted to get rid of the disguise so maybe he would get some kind of pardon because, after all, he was a prophet. But the king discerned of him that he is a prophet. He said to him, Because thou hast let the man go out of thine hand, a man whom I appoint to utter utter destruction, therefore thy life shall be for his life, thy people for his people. So what, what I'm telling you here today, he had to suffer. Just like that he was told that he would suffer even though he was a prophet, even though he was a man of God. So listen, uh, and then the king, after that, in the ending part of that chapter, uh, chapter 21, uh, the Bible said uh, that, of course, uh, that the king, of course, I said 20 verse, chapter 21, rather, at the end of that chapter, 
It displeased the king. I mean, he didn't want to bring that uh, judgment upon him. Even though that king was a wicked king himself. We're talking about uh, King Ahab, by the way. His wife was Jezebel. And so it, it still displeased him. And so, but he had, uh, he had to uh, pay the price. Amen. Because of his uh, failure and his disobedience. Disobedience. God help us. I pray, Lord, I don't want to fall under those. Uh, I don't want to fa- fall under those things. So verse chapter or verse 43, rather, the king went to his house heavy and displeased. It displeased him. So how many times does it displease us when we hear God's word or hear God's prophecy or we know the will of God? I want you to notice uh, here, though, the very next chapter. In the very next chapter, uh, chapter 21, the first part of that chapter, also King Ahab, There, it was said that he found a vineyard, saw a vineyard, that was such a beautiful and a nice vineyard that he wanted that vineyard so badly for himself that he even said, to the owner, which was Naboth, he said, Naboth, sell me your vineyard. And Naboth said, the Lord forbid it me. I can't sell you that. It was the inheritance of my fathers. I cannot sell you the vineyard. So the word came to uh, Ahab, I can't sell you the vineyard. So then Ahab tried uh, another ploy He said, all right, then I'll trade you for it. I'll give you another vineyard for it, a better one. I don't know if he meant it was bigger or if it bore more um, fruit. I don't know what it was, but he said it's a better vineyard. Then he said it's even closer to you. But still he said, no, I cannot give it up because the Lord uh, forbid me that I would do such a thing. And then in verse 4, in chapter 21, uh, the Bible said, Ahab came into his house heavy and displeased. Now that's twice. Verse 43 of chapter 20 said he left heavy and displeased. Verse 4 of chapter 21 said he went away heavy and displeased. So he was displeased and he was with a heavy heart and disappointed uh, because things didn't go the way he thought it ought to go. I just want to ask you, how many times do we go to a, a church service and our pastor gets up and he preaches a message or a sermon to us and it's not what we like or it's something we don't want to accept or something we don't want to uh we don't want to believe that way. We don't want to live like that. So then uh, we look and it's in the Scripture. It's, uh, it's preached to us under the anointing of God. And we get angry because of it. And then when we leave the house of God and we go home with a heavy heart and we're displeased within ourselves, we are so disappointed because we didn't want to hear 
that message. The preacher preaches you cannot sin. Or the preacher preaches you must be born again. Or the preacher preaches something that that we don't agree with. We say, I don't have to live up to those standards. I don't have to live up to those words that you're preaching, Pastor. And we walk away displeased. You know, instead of going home displeased with a heavy heart, why don't we stop and repent and go home with a repented heart and then we can walk close with God instead of being displeased. Some folks, you couldn't please them no matter what you said, no matter what you preach. But Ahab was an extremely proud person. He was hurt and he was angry that Naboth refused to give him his vineyard. Discontentment, my friend, can be an absolute sin. It sadly leads to the horrendous death of Ahab and his wife Jezebel. We better get our hearts right. Everyone listen to me today. Get your heart right. If you you spot something in your heart, though it may even be small, rather than wait for it to balloon into something big or catastrophic, get that thing fixed. Don't go home mad at the preacher. Never go home upset at the sermon that you heard. Don't go home that way. Pray it through. Call on the Lord. Ask God to help you to line up to the Word. Ask God to help you to measure up to the preaching of the gospel. And you won't leave with a calloused heart. You won't leave leave that service uh, like Ahab did, uh, displeased or angry. You won't have to do that. It doesn't have to become a catastrophic event in your life, but rather sometimes God corrects us. You know, the Bible said that through our preaching is for uh, exhortation, yes, but also for rebuke and uh, reprove, rebuke and exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. So it's not just exhortation, but it's reproof. And it's rebuke. And when those time comes, when there's reproof and rebuke, then I think the greatest thing you could do is not go home mad, not go home displeased, but to go home with a repented heart saying, yes, Lord, I will receive and accept your word. Well, praise the Lord. I didn't realize I've been on this podcast so long. I just looked down and seen we've been here just over 19 minutes, but I hope we've been a blessing to you today. Hey, don't get upset at the preacher when he preaches. Don't get upset at your pastor when he teaches or when he has to reprove you. Take that and and take courage because that is maybe coming from God himself trying to get you and save you from something catastrophic in your life. Well, praise God. I'm not going to go home displeased. I'm going to go home happy when I hear the word of God, even if it is reproving my heart and soul. Well, this is Pastor David Miller, 
And I thank you for joining in with us today. And tune in again uh, next week for PHT in the morning with Pastor David Miller. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. God bless you. Thank you.